0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse Blake Podcast. This is Brett, and I'm back this week with my husband, Nurse Blake.
1: With a B. Nurse Blake with a B. What's up, everyone? This is Nurse Blake, and yes, welcome back to my podcast. Babe, I'm so happy you're back. We missed you last week. I missed you too. It was sad. It was weird filming without you. I didn't like it. It was How was it? I mean, that was a, like an hour of straight talking. Sad, lonely, hard, difficult, challenging, uh, go but on. did it solo cast. It was a great, yeah, it was a great podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm super excited about this podcast because number one, you're back, but we're going to be talking about nurses eating their young and why we should instead support their young. This is all about nurses supporting their young. So we're going to get into stories. We're going to get into a study. We're going to get into things to do and not do. Hashtag free Brittany And- um, Yes, hashtag free Brittany. And then, uh, yeah, so that's what the podcast is about. Cool. I can't wait. It's going to be a good one. Let's jump into it. Our favorite
0: thing? Oh, yeah. What is your favorite thing this week?
1: So, for the past two weeks, Brett has tried to take me to Universal here in Orlando to Islands of Adventure to ride the new VelociCoaster. Which is awesome. Brett went with a friend probably two weeks ago. And... Um, I didn't get to go, but that's okay. But Brett typically doesn't like roller coasters, but he rode it and he said it was pretty sick. It is intense. It made like, you it, sick.
0: It, yeah, it actually made me sick. Um, it is known for being a roller coaster that everybody just rides once. Wow. Because it's so crazy. And it just crazy. opened. Yeah, it just opened at Universal. They've been working on it for ever. It's right next to Harry Potter in the Jurassic World area. Super
1: cool. So, we've been trying to go. Brett's been trying to take me, but every time we go, it gets rained out. So, we end up like driving all the way 45 minutes to Universal.
0: Parking, going through security, doing the long walk, and then Rain. the thunderstorms.
1: Typical Florida summer weather. Yeah, we should've known. I don't use umbrellas anymore. I'm over it. I just get wet. Well, cuz the lightning.
0: It's don't scary an umbrella.
1: <laughs> it's so scary yeah, here in intense. the thunder and we got a storm coming in. Everyone be safe.
0: So we finally ended up getting to go and we're in line and we're maybe 30 minutes in, like an hour wait. The wait wasn't too bad. And they're like, oh yeah, technical difficulties. It's got to be shut down. We have no idea how long it's going to be. Like, we are never going to
1: be able to ride this ride.
0: No, it was down for like an hour. We just sat there hoping they would bring it back because it was getting late in the day.
1: Yeah. And then sure enough, open for us to get on. We got on. What'd you think? So I like roller coasters, and when I got off, Brett's like, what did you think? I couldn't say anything. I was honestly – like I still don't know how I feel because the ride is so fast and it whips you around in so many different directions, very smooth, so you don't feel anything. It's not like the Hulk that like bumps you back and forth and your neck is sore afterwards. It just happens. It's a long ride, but it happens so quick. I don't know if I liked it or didn't like it.
0: Yeah, I think what makes it unique is they use that like maglev system, so like it's so smooth What's when it that? accelerates you. It uses like magnets to accelerate
1: and you go Cuz there's a fast like 0 to 70 a few times on the ride. Yeah, I there's think. a couple
0: acceleration points, but what really makes it interesting in my opinion is it's just a lap bar, That's right? It's not like a it's not like a shoulder harness. And it has several times where it flips you upside down and you stay upside down.
1: Yeah. I, remember, I was like, ah, we're upside down so long. Yeah. There's a lot of cursing.
0: You hear a lot of people cursing on that roller
1: coaster. Oh, it's so fun. It's great energy. And then there's one part where they flip you upside down, but it's you're right over water. Yeah. The lagoon. You think you're going to like dip in the water. Dunk in. It's... Crazy! I'm so happy you took me. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was totally worth it. I'm sure we'll go again. Yeah, we actually got annual passes. So if anyone's at Universal Orlando, uh, you'll probably see us. Brett, would you ride it again?
0: I, yeah, I'd ride it again. I, I want to go back. Yeah. I think we should it's go super back. super cool.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's an
0: amazing experience. The, the other part that is wild is the highest point on the roller coaster. They take you straight up and then they flip you over the top and you, and you actually come completely out of your chair. And then it flips you around
1: and... I honestly don't remember that part. You're, you're going to have to ride it a second time. I need to, to ride it again. So you don't have your eyes closed. I have my eyes open. <laughs> I have my hands up for the first 30 seconds. The first half is like easier <sighs> than the so second wild. half. It's so wild. They they fit this big coaster in a small area. So it just twists Tight. and turns, but it's a long coaster. <laughs> I love roller coasters. Ah, Universal is supposed to be building a new park, actually. Epic. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, whatever side of What's your favorite fort?
0: park? Um, I, you know, I always loved Epcot.
1: Oh. Cuz it's fine. like the adult. It's like the older park adult for, park. Well, mm, it's for older adults. Well, it's just for adults, I would no, say. No, I love Epcot. It's super nice. It's super cool. Well, I like to just yeah. drink around the world. I love that was it. was always my my thing. I should go back it's there fun. too. Yeah. But you got to make reservations, It's too complicated to visit. Yeah, things are really hard right now because it's yeah. just so busy. Yeah, everyone's out doing stuff. Yeah. Speaking of out doing stuff, don't forget to get tickets to my PTO comedy tour coming up this fall. I actually just got the new itinerary. We're going to be adding more shows and adding some shows are sold out. So we're going to be doing some later shows, adding a second show, moving to larger venues. So I'm so excited. So if you haven't got tickets yet because you're waiting for your schedule to drop, Listen, just use your PTO, call out sick, it will be fine. But you can get your tickets on my website at nurseblake.com. So I can't wait to see you out there. Now we're going to get into it. Are you ready? Bullying, harassment, lateral violence, never okay. We got a submission from Lucy. She said, please, please, please address bullying among nurses. The idea that nurses eat their own young is so often true and it's driving a lot of good nurses away. Which is so sad to think in a profession that should be so caring and like loving because that's what we do to patients. The fact that nurses kind of bully each other should be like zero tolerance policy.
0: Yeah, this is something that you've talked about for a long time ever since you started your platform. And as like a layman who's not in healthcare, like it blows my mind that this is even a thing because you think of nurses as, you know, getting into the profession because they want to help others, and then there's this sort of subculture of harassment and bullying, obviously not everywhere, but systemic enough that it needs to be talked about and, and worked on.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a culture thing in the profession. I learn about it, and people typically learn about it in nursing school, and I remember like it, like it, one of the professors like mentioned it, and it would just seemed like that's how it needed to be. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, what? That should not be a thing. People are like, oh, yeah, nurses eat their young. You just got to earn your time oh, and get geez. your cloud. And it's like, what? So Put that in was, the work.
0: So that was even from nursing school. You were like yeah. being set up.
1: Yeah. To get to ready. To like for
0: understand it. that that's just the way it is. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Scary. And some people are like, oh, that's just the way it is. No, that's not okay. Just because something's been like it for a long time doesn't mean it can't change or that doesn't mean it's not right. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Tell we're we're going to talk about it in nursing school because Erica submitted a story. And if you don't know, you could submit stories and shout outs on my website at nurseblake.com. Just click on the podcast tab. And Erica said, I want to share a personal experience as a nursing student where I was, in a sense, bullied by my nursing school director. I attend a for-profit nursing school and I was two weeks away from graduating graduating when the director of that program decided to terminate me from the program, stating that she did not have faith in me and telling me, you will not make it as a nurse. What? What? Long story short, I got kicked out of the program regardless of me passing med surge in all my classes. As a single mother of six children, I thought the way I was treated was completely unfair. I found an attorney to fight for my case. A year and a half later in 2018, I won that arbitration lawsuit versus the entity of the school in Texas. I'm happy to say that although this experience delayed my journey, I'm now two months away from graduating as an RN. I received a grant that paid for my associate's degree in nursing, associate's degree in nursing, and I couldn't be more blessed to be where I am at now. I'm so thankful to all the wonderful instructors and experience I've received at South Texas College. A very, very special shout out to Dr. Raquel Aguera and her husband, Dr. Elmer, who have done so much for my peers and I to become the most successful and competent nurses we can be. Oh, I love that. Aww. That's awesome. I'm so sorry that happened to you, Erica. And I've heard similar stories from other nurses that some professors in nursing schools just tell people like, you're not going to make it as a nurse. And the fact that you were two weeks away from graduation, you passed all your classes... The director says you will not make it as a nurse and kick you out of the program.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you won that lawsuit. That's that seems weird. So horrible. That, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, that wouldn't happen in any other educational setting, I wouldn't no. think. No. Oh, I just don't think you're right for this profession, even though you're almost ready to graduate. So we're just going to like kick you out.
1: Yeah. I don't think you're right to be the director of a nursing school. So get, get out of here. Yeah. That's horrible. I'm so sorry you experienced that, but I'm so happy that you stuck with it, that you fought for yourself and that you are going to be officially graduating from South Texas college. That's amazing. Not every nursing school is very um, supportive, like of students. And I feel like sometimes, Uh, My school at UCF was great, but I was in another nursing program in addition to the UCF program that wasn't so supportive of my journey as a nursing student. Uh, But like I said, everyone at UCF, uh, University of Central Florida, was amazing. I love them so much. But um, there are like professors and nursing programs that treat nursing students like children, even though we're adults, I don't get it. Like I don't understand why that is. It's like um we're like babies. That's weird.
0: I know. Yeah. I mean a good professor goes a long way. They're they're in a mentoring role. Right. And um, you know, they're they're the start of your nursing journey. So doesn't if you start off like on a bad foot, that's that's it sucks. doesn't
1: feel like that. Wow. Well, yeah, they treat us like babies. But you're not babies. But they treat us like babies. I had like this thing where I think if you're paying to be in a college or a program, even though you're a student and being mentored, you're also still a customer paying yeah. for a product. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you
0: see, I mean, as long as you're getting good grades and being a good student and not acting out in ways that's disruptive to class, right? it's, you know, it's not really their job. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go down that road. Like if it's, I mean, I think on some level, maybe like, Uh, A school needs to edit certain things if necessary, but I I, I don't even know what that would look like. Yeah, because they're training
1: us to be professionals. But I think that even as students, like we're in this profession because we're caring and want to help others. And the fact that we should treat each other like we're expected to treat patients is, is how I get it. And I feel like that culture needs to start in nursing school. Yeah, From if the professor to student.
0: Yeah. If there's bullying in the nur- nursing school, then the profession will never change. Right. Like it's got to start there. It's got to
1: start there. Yeah. So I just want to shout out to all the awesome, supportive nursing professors out there. We do the Nurse Blake Awards and we always uh, honor a uh, nursing professor. So that'll be coming out later this year. But um, there are a lot out there that really support their students. And like you said, they mentor them because that's what being a professor is all about. Exactly uh angel said um she was a new nurse she said my preceptor literally left me as in left the building after my first five minutes during training one of the nurses informed me this hospital has a hundred percent first year turnover which is a hundred (laughs) percent that's not good oh on the negative this is like golf we want the Mm. lowest score gotcha She has been here the longest and she's been here only nine months. I'm so stressed out and dread going back. I love the thought of being a nurse, but I'm afraid that this place will kill my passion. Angel, get out of there now. Run. It's okay. Keep that. Don't feel bad about that. You're going to be part of that 100% first year turnover rate. You know, so many times I think as nurses, it's easy to think that we are our practice is controlled by a hospital, but at the end of the day, we all have our own license and that license is with us and can't get taken away. It's not owned by a hospital that you have to stay true to your practice. And that's something that you've earned. It's something that you deserve and no one should have the ability to affect that in a negative way. So if you are at a job where you don't feel supported or it's negatively impacting patient safety or patient care, and you can't actively change it, get out because it is not worth it.
0: Yeah. I mean, every every unit, it seems, I mean, a- anything can be improved, but when there are things that just clearly you can't improve, I think typically the best yeah. option is to find a unit that, you feel comfortable in that, you know, that you can care for your patients. And, um, yeah, it's, it's wild. We hear this all the time, all the time. Like there's preceptors who've only been at the hospital for like two months. And it's like, what? It's like, wait, you want me to be a preceptor already? It's because yeah, you're
1: senior right here. here. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's like, like, what? I've been here two months. Yeah, no, totally. And this whole turnover rate, I feel like hospitals spend more money in recruitment Than they do on retention, and that is a huge, huge, huge problem.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, we don't have any visibility necessarily to what they they spend on like retention, whatever that means. But recruitment, we see. I mean, you go to any conference and you see the money these companies are dropping, or you know, the the online programs, the referrals, that like it is a
1: huge. Do you know what they're doing for retention? cold pizza parties and shitty nurses week gifts well, that's not that's, gonna work. that's yeah. their retention plan that we've talked about and explored and exactly. like literally that is their retention plan i mean when i worked at disney it was so cool cuz every year you worked there or reached a milestone like a leader would come over they would present you with a new pen and you felt like so happy they don't do that like at most hospitals you know and i feel like Because turnover is so high, I feel like if you stay at a facility, you're saving the hospital money because they don't have to onboard a new person and go through all that training, which costs thousands of dollars, Yeah, that you should be honored. Like, congratulate. Thank you so much for staying here a year. Thank you for being here five years or 10 years. It's
0: so weird. And what do you think is is this whole nurses eat their young thing? Is a lot of that actually um, because of the management? In, these, in some of these hospitals because of the environment, because of the culture in some of these hospitals where it's just so, there's so much pressure and it's so bad, you know, and everybody's so upset that they just sort of take it out on each other or they try to make that seniority the only thing that they're hanging on to. So they treat the new people worse. Is that
1: Yeah, I think reasonable? it definitely is top up. Top down. It definitely starts at the top and goes down. And it gets all the way down to lateral violence, which is like nurse to nurse bullying. And I think just like you said, um, we're told to do so many things that we don't have control of a lot of things um, that I feel like some nurses kind of use that to just... Against each other in a, a not healthy way, an unhealthy way. But when I say nurses eat their young, I'm not talking age here. I'm talking any nurse that's in a new environment. So you might be a nurse for 25 years in the ICU, and then you transfer to the ED. You're you're new there. You're you're young, um, and you, you might. Get bullied, you know, for being the new person. So it's not just the new grads or the young nurses, it's anyone who's new to a new environment or a new unit.
0: Can we break down that like bullying? So, I mean, every unit is so different and they have different operational procedures, they have different codes for the supply closet, they got different stuff, right? So, even if you come in as a senior nurse, like, can I mean, I try to rationalize stuff, I guess, but like what would be the rationalization of why that new person on that unit would get bullied? Is can you can you think I mean, is it because they just don't know what to do on that particular unit? I mean, is that fair to say? Or is it literally just you're the new person, so I'm gonna take my anger out on you?
1: I don't know. I'm I'm not a bully. So I don't bully people. So I have no idea. Of course. But we're going to get into some of these common nurse bully archetypes, which will kind of explain like different ways that – let's get into it right now. Perfect. So different different types of nurses that would bully. So the first one is the super nurse is often more experienced and specialized than most and communicates a sense of um, superiority through an elitist attitude, condescending manner, and corrective comments. So, yeah. I'm cooler, I know more than you, listen to me, you're new here, you don't know.
0: That sounds like a pretty
1: common one. Yeah. think super, super nurse. nurse. Um, so all this is from a study um, called The Nurse Bullying Epidemic, Our Own Worst Enemies that came out in 2019 and published by Cole Edmondson and Caroline Zinicola. What was that? What was that last name? And Caroline Zinicola. Oh, perfect. Zen Locoya. Zen Locoya. <laughs> Zen Locoya. And, um, and so we're going to be covering some things from the study. Cool. Um, in our way, it might not be the most scientific doctoral way. Got yeah, it. Sci- scientific way. Um, and then you have the resentful nurse. They develop and hold grudges, encourages others to gang up on the transgressor, and tends to create drama that can permeate the work environment. Can we talk about? the drama speech we heard at a nursing conference. Oh, oh my, my God. G- it was so embarrassing. So I hate going to nursing conferences where they don't have nurses as speakers. Instead, they just hire like a public speaker that does their tour and it right. doesn't, they try to get their topic to relate to nursing and someone talked about drama and how nurses just need to like stop the drama.
0: Right, she was like a consultant. She was there to try to get really hired by all these all these cnos to come in and just cut out the drama and her her method for doing that literally was to say cry it out for two minutes and then drop it and forget about it
1: yeah like your drama is causing so much money on the hospitals it's like wasting time just like stop the drama i'm like i think we got up and left because i'm like i'm not hearing this right now
0: Not. it was at a very large conference
1: (laughs) very large conference it was embarrassing not cute and then you have the pgr nurse do you know pgr no what's that Put downs, gossip, and rumors. Ooh, PGR. They're the fun ones. Um, to bully other nurses and is often quick to take offense to a neutral remark. Interesting. Now listen, a little like there's healthy gossip. Okay, like of, I'm of not course. a bully, but I gossip is okay. We're going to talk about, as about as what nurse healthy. Becky said. Yeah, about we're going to talk about your stuff. Back. Yeah, for sure. No. <laughs> oh, then you have the backstabbing nurse. Okay. Two faced, cultivating friendships that then they betray using information as a weapon to enhance their power. Hey, if you pick up my shift, I'll pick up your shift. Oh, okay. Okay, no, I'm not going to pick up your shift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her. And then they go and they tell the manager, this person never works. They always want me to pick up my shift. That's what I picture the backseat yeah. the nurse. Oh, and sure. then you have the green with envy. Who came up with these names? The green with envy nurse expresses bitterness to those who have what they do not. Looks, status, personality, <laughs> possessions. Their victims often do not realize they are a target. So they're, they're jealous. 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 Jealousy. Yeah, you, they have the new figs, scrubs. Oh. Ooh, and the new iPhone. I don't like fig scrubs. It's, uh, the new iPhone. They have the new iPhone. dance goes. Oh no! <laughs> and then they have the clickish nurse uses exclusion as a means of aggression. Sh- show is that clickish? Clickish. Uh, yep. Clickish. Uh, favoritism to some while ignoring others. They're like
0: they always gotta be in their little clicks. Clique. Yeah. The uh, We Wear Pink Scrubs on Wednesday I mean, it's group.
1: great to have, like, your friends and your coworkers that you love, but that doesn't mean you need to be mean to all the other nurses.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, you should have your your friends and your friend groups, but not if someone's not in that friend group, it doesn't mean that they're not a cool person,
1: too. It's like, hey, we're going to have a potluck, but it's just going to be just us friends. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing? Just us friends. Just us. And no one else. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see the cliquish nurse. Being. Yeah, I can picture that. I can think about these nurses. I feel like sometimes when we talk about bullying and harassment, we think of it being like a super serious offense, but these little microaggressions can even be worse than something that's just like blatant, obvious bullying.
0: Yeah, I think it's accumulative most of the time. In work environments where I felt uncomfortable or bullying, it typically wasn't from one particular instance. It was a pattern of, of small, yeah, yeah, of small things coming from one or more people, yeah, that tended to be sort of in a group, right? I do think that the whole group dynamic can really permeate and and can really turn in. It, it kind of like amplifies anything that an individual would do. Yeah,
1: for sure. I feel like there needs to be more emphasis on just teamwork in the hospital setting because you're working with different people all the time. You have night shift against day shift, day shift against night shift. I work in ED. I work in ICU, you know. Um, and it's just like, it's just at the end of the day, we're all nurses and it doesn't make sense for us to compete against each other or be rude to one another. I feel that healthcare environments are super stressful, super stressful as they, you know, that just comes with the territory. And it is, could be very easy to be mean or angry, especially when you're in a high stress situation. But that's something that I've controlled and that I think other people need to learn to control. Attitudes, behaviors, how they talk to others. Is that
0: something that's ever addressed in nursing school? No, you know how to how to handle high stress situations, no. and not only high stress situations, but oftentimes long shifts. Right, and then you couple that with potentially night shifts, and even even a, I mean even a day shift from if it's from seven a.m. to a seven p.m. I mean you're often seeing the sun up and sundown. So right. you know there's there's a lot that plays there too. Um, I, I would really. Gosh, I would think that that would be something that would be really addressed in nursing school to start building that foundation.
1: For sure. Well, like I said, it needs to be, you can't, I think a great way of teaching it is showing it. Yes, From professor to student. You know, that's where it really, really needs to start. Yeah, Um, It should just be learning environments in nursing should always be like caring and supportive and not like you're not going to be a good nurse because I say so. That's messed up. It's like, what? Who are you to say I'm not going to be a good nurse? Unless you're Florence Nightingale, you may not. Tell me that. (laughs) We're going to play a game. Oh, fun. Get your sheet out. So this is test of love and care. (laughs) How well do you know me? So we have questions. We have a lot of questions. We'll see how many we get there. And we're going to go back and forth and see if we know each other. Fun. And we're not going to bully each other if we don't know the answer. Thank you. But I will judge you.
0: Okay. Well, that's a given.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just with my eyes. What did I wear when we first met each other? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea.
0: What? What? I have no idea. Uh, jeans and a t-shirt.
1: Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you were in flannel. Either oh. the green. It's probably the red one. Probably the red. He one. Yeah, two flannel shirts. Red that he wore I had for a blue years. at one
0: point too. That was
1: very. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like the red and green. Yeah,
0: very traditional. Your turn. Very traditional. Okay. Uh, how many countries have I traveled to? Okay. China. Mm-hmm. South America. That's a that's a continent.
1: Oh, I thought you said continents. I said, no, China's okay. not
0: a continent. Countries.
1: Asia. I got this baby. Mm-hmm. South America. Okay, we'll do continents. You went to Patagonia. You went to Argentina. Yeah. And then you, in Mexico, Canada, uh, Europe, Paris. Where, where in Europe? France. Yeah. So I would say seven. In England? Yeah, I said yeah. England. Seven. Paris, yeah, because I've been France. to Japan, uh, China. China,
0: uh-huh. Listen uh man. Canada, the US, Argentina.
1: Hmm. That's not a county <laughs> <laughs> Chile. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, and Mexico. my like seven. Yeah. Oh wait. No, no, no. Jamaica. Jamaica. Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic Nine. and the Bahamas. Hawaii, and Honduras, 10. Oh, Hawaii, that's a country.
1: You went to Antarctica? Uh, Alaska? And well, yeah, that was, that was Alaska. Yeah. Fun. Uh, He's been to The all... U.S. <laughs> I want to go where you go. <laughs> I'm not good with geography. I, I said that in you one of my great. last episodes. You did great. I tried. That's a good question. Um, what was my least favorite subject in nursing school? Anything to do with math. Pharmacology. Pharmacology. Uh, I'm not math. good at math, yeah, but math it was definitely PEDS thing. or OB was oh, my hardest. Okay. Not least. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of good at math. Mm. Am I? Mm. No, I'm a suck at math. That's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Geometry. Yeah. Geometry and, and geography. No, I'm just and geography. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, would I rather live in a big city or on a farm? That's a good question because you're a little mix of both. You're hot and you're cold. You're Katie Perry. Like it depends on the day. Like I feel like you want to live in the suburbs, but not the burbs, a farm. A farm. Which I don't
0: know what kind of farm. There's a lot of
1: different kinds of farms. I feel like you think it would be cool, but I also know you're just a little busy and like nice things. I want a baby cow. I want a micro pig. I would like to see. I feel like we need to live on a farm, but 10 minutes away from the city.
0: I like that. That's what we need. Like a cute little like hobby farm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Fun. near the big city. I love near that. the lights. And my brother okay. actually cares for a bunch of animals on a farm, so we could get him to come and That's work the farm. Right. He can show us what we got to gotta do. go out there and go see it's the donkeys chickens. and the chickens and their sheep and lambs and the cows. They're not cute sheep though. They're cute sheep. They're
0: keeping cute in their own way, they're but they're not like um, um, they're not the sort of sleeper. They're, sheep. They're, they're, they're not like the adorable like the sheep commercials you see in like you, yeah commercials yeah. in ireland i mean these are like <laughs>
1: they're florida sheep. these are central florida, florida sheep <laughs> 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 they're different they're, they're they're sweet uh your turn oh no, I no, just no my turn you. yeah um what is my favorite place on earth
0: your favorite place on earth i would have to say southern utah
1: i would say my bed <laughs> oh i good love point. it you i do love, love your sleeping bed. That's true. I've been wanting to sleep on the couch lately, but I don't know why. Really, I feel like because our dogs are away, I, it's hard for me to sleep in the bed without them. So I Can just we give
0: everyone an update on that.
1: Yeah. So our, our dog dogs needs. have been gone for two weeks, almost three weeks. So they have about three and a half more weeks to go at boot camp, training camp. They said they were going to update us with pictures twice a week, and that was going to be every day. And it's been once a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we just saw we just saw him. Zion Picture. is still, I think, struggling with with getting out and feeling comfortable and feeling safe. Ranger, psh, he got friends. He's like, like doing his He's thing. He's doing amazing. So I can't. But, wait to yeah, see we him. we need our girl to to get some confidence. She, need some confidence. she needs some confidence. Needs some confidence. She's so cute. Uh, what is something that makes me nervous?
1: Ooh, you don't like heights? No, oh, I do not like heights. He does not like no. heights. I'm surprised you did the velocity coaster but he. Which is so funny because I feel like I don't mind heights. However, when we went up to the Space Needle when we lived in Seattle, I was like, "Get me down!" Yeah, you were freaking out. Well, they had the whole floor was glass. Yeah, they
0: just redid it so you just walk on the glass up there. No,
1: nope. Which I didn't seem to. Mind. I was like, "I'm gonna get sick." I'm gonna. I oh. ran to what's well, rotating can. also.
0: So not only that, but it's also
1: like- <laughs> whose idea was that.
0: Not good. Spent like $100 million on renovation. Not good. So that would make you nervous. Go to the Space Needle, though, and experience that if you go to Seattle. And yeah, and don't look down.
1: Just don't look down. Don't look down. I mean, I could look out, I never like looking down or looking up.
0: Yeah, the view from the Space Needle is stunning. Amazing.
1: And if you want something a little more. Safer that doesn't have a glass floor. Um, there's that building, Smith the Smith Tower. Tower. It's huge. How right many downtown. stories is
0: that? That's it used to be or something. Yeah, it used to be the tallest west of the Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. So big skyscraper downtown Seattle. You actually get a better view and it's a lot cheaper than going in the space No, we,
1: those buildings shake. They like sway. They sway. No. Yeah. No. Nope. Any skyscraper that tall will sway a little bit. Not for me. That's yeah. why I like hospitals are like pretty close to the ground. Oh. The Texas Children's, though, at the Medical Center, was going to be one of the. It's the tallest, tallest. hospital in the world. It's like twenty three stories or yeah, something. Yeah, about twenty.
0: Yeah, twenty some stories.
1: I hope those elevators are good because if it's, you have an emergency going to one to twenty, why are hospital elevators slow, slow? Why so slow? Like you could be an <laughs> emergency code blue, you need to transport your patient, waiting on the elevator. So when
0: I got to work on a lot of hospital facilities as a as a lighting lighting expert. Um, they are extremely complicated buildings they
1: called you a lighting expert
0: yeah I called myself a lighting oh, expert my that's, how gosh. Sold, a that's how I sold that's uh, how I sold myself I'm
1: Blake I'm a nurse expert a nurse I'm expert. a nursing expert yes Sss. nursing expert Sss. your turn oh my turn no um, my turn yeah your turn um woo! oh what is one job I would never do
0: hmm one job you would
1: never do um oh boy um, he doesn't know me. He doesn't. This well, is the so a test of love there's and care. There's so many things that you the wouldn't test do. Of there's of not love just care. one. I'm trying to think I mean, of like the most. I feel like you're bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you would enjoy being a chef. I just cooked a meal this morning. Yo. My fingers smell like garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I just cooked so what I burned the ground That's beef. That's really
0: your new thing this week. Is cooking. Is cooking. You you got the the bug. You you get that about once a year So you there's cook for new a week. app.
1: It's called um, let me tell you guys because it's really awesome. It's called Meal Lime. Uh, Meal I'm Meal I'm Meal M E A L I M mm. E. Meal I me. Meal I Me. And it's an app you pick all you like your favorite foods of the week, like what you want to cook, and then it Automatically puts a grocery list together and it puts in an Instacart and you just check out. That's pretty awesome. It's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Because every time I go on Instacart,
0: I'm like, I don't know what, know to, what buy. to get. I, what have to, no I idea. hate
1: grocery shopping. But yeah, super easy. So I cook today. So try again. What mm-hmm. other job would I not do?
0: Um uh, sewing scrubs. You would hate sewing scrubs.
1: I literally wanted to buy a sewing machine. <laughs> oh, jeez. I literally wanted to buy a sewing machine. This is and get, not going well for me. And get me. my turn. Not going Your well. Uh, what
0: makes me feel <laughs> most alive? What makes Switching you feel subjects. most
1: alive? Yeah. Probably laying on the couch in the uh, just our little lounge room and just watching TV. <laughs> he feels <laughs> that alive. That makes me
0: feel the most alive? Mm-hmm. No, that's me trying to check out. Mm-hmm. That's me what trying to like, the check the most, out.
1: Of. You love traveling. You love yeah. doing car trips and road trips. And that's what makes you feel alive. That's why I can't wait for the tour. Get into it. It's happening. Bus tour. We're like two months away. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, Where do I want to live in the future?
0: Oh, you would love to live in Paris or
1: England or Ireland. Fun. I have to transfer my nursing license. Yeah. (gasps) Fun. Uh, Paris is so fun. I definitely could go back and work there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, who is my favorite family member? Me. (laughs) (laughs) No family.
0: Oh oh I'm I My lover. Okay. Oh, oh wow <laughs> yeah, <it's right. laughs> Okay. No, your grandmother Nan. Ah, uh, she's my favorite. And your brother. And my brother. And yeah. my nieces. And your nieces. Yeah, you got a bunch of favorites. Uh,
1: what's my favorite song? Your favorite song is "Bloom" by the Paper Kites. It's our wedding song. Well, that was our wedding song. What's your real? Right now, you're into <laughs> "Begging, Begging You" by to, but, da, 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 Munchkin. Da, 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 da. You know, so I'm like, who
0: are these guys? Like these, they can rock. And I found out they're they're from Italy. They're from Rome. They're an Italian. You're band. obsessed.
1: Yeah, I'm into Doja Cat. Her new album, "Planet Her." You right, woman. All the love, love it, it all. It is it. on repeat, replay. Fun. That was a fun game. We that was a fun game. Know each other about fifty percent. I think we're that getting. It's a lot of more I mean, work to do. Ten years together. Yeah, so it's a lot of more work. Ten definitely more years. Think- we're gonna. We're going to call Dr. Phil. We're going to uh, nail this. And um, work on our relationship yeah, we'll a little talk, bit we'll more talk about so it we know. Offline. We'll <laughs> talk about <it> offline. <laughs> no, uh, it's so funny. Aww, I love you so much. Um, so back to study, the study, our own worst enemies, very strong, the nurse bullying epidemic. I have some numbers. So it's saying that bullying starts early and is present from the classroom to the bedside to the boardroom. One study showed that over a six-month period, 78% of nursing students experience bullying in nursing school. Holy cow. And I I have to say, it's not all professor to student. It can be student to student. Of course. And student to professor. And probably professor
0: to professor. Professor, yes.
1: So we've got to change this toxin. thats unhealthy to learn in that environment. But 78% experience bullying. So basically everybody. I think in nursing school, there is competition? Who got the highest grade? Who writes a better care plan? Who got to t- find the wink and the Foley insertion on their OB <laughs> clinical at first? And really like you, anyone in nursing school, like you're all in it together. Like you should be rooting for each other, studying together, crying together, laughing together, because at the end of the day, you all want to graduate together. And School isn't about grades. Like you have to get, I think it's so like, I have the highest GPA. Your patients don't care. Right. No one cares. Right. No one cares. As long as you're super caring and a great nurse. That's, grades don't make a great nurse. It's heart and passion that makes a great nurse. That's a great point. So I feel like, don't look at your nursing students, like the people sitting beside you as competition. Look at, At it as your team.
0: Do they publish like ranks and stuff in any of these nursing programs? Everyone talks about it. Or they just talk about it? Yeah. You you could be getting C's
1: all semester and you get one A. You rubbing that in everyone's face. (laughs) Everyone's face. Yeah. I could see that. In another study, over half of nursing students reported seeing or experiencing nurse-on-nurse bullying during their clinical rotations. So even nursing students are seeing it in their These clinical are staggering statistics. statistics.
0: I would love to know how this compares with other professions. professions.
1: Yeah. It is interesting because even thinking about, you know, you know, teachers, because a lot of people compare like teachers and nursing in terms of professions, but teachers like typically they have their own class, you know, so they're yeah. in charge of their own class yeah. where nurses are in charge of our own patients, but you're seeing but you're constantly everyone turning over though the same. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And nursing is shift work. You know, you're clocking in and clocking out. You're working with different people. So I don't, I don't know. I think that's
0: one of the pieces to this puzzle that makes advocating for the nursing profession so difficult is that at the end of the day, you work shifts. It's not as consistent. You have no ownership of anything. In most businesses, you own a task. Like that's yours. You do that. There might be a team of you, but like- like if there's a team of people, that's normally then broken up into, hey, you got A to D, and the other person is E to G, right. and the other, you know. So I mean, you have ownership, yeah. And what do you have ownership of outside of when you're on the clock? When right. you come back, you may have a totally different patient. You may yeah. be in it. Well, hell, most most of these hospitals, you may be in a different unit if they're floating <laughs> you.
1: Right, oh, that's the worst. You know,
0: so right. I I really feel like, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think that. That model has to change, but it's important to recognize that that is an unusual situation for anyone. If you're an accountant, if you're an attorney, if you're any other profession that has like a credentialed
1: higher end degree that you go work in, it's not shift work. Right. Yeah. It's super interesting. We have no office hours. We clock in, take care of our patients next, you know. It's yeah. kind of not we're like we're not all working on like the same project in our own tasks.
0: Well, and and how do you outside of something like a patient satisfaction survey? How do you measure your performance? Patient
1: satisfaction surveys, age caps.
0: But that's only one little. Th- I mean, that's one piece.
1: And of, it's like of a performance how fast metric. did you answer a call bell? Yeah, you know, kind of yeah. thing.
0: Well, but that doesn't oh, fact. Yeah, right. I-, I mean, measuring performance is so important in everything that we do as a professional yeah. and maybe that's something that could be addressed a little we bit we do more.
1: like in terms of um, like CAUTI scores or uh, in terms of like infection or falls it's like zero like 300 days without a fall just like these different metrics it's just it's just interesting and weird and i feel like nursing also pays based on number of years of experience as opposed to how good you are as a nurse like it's all yeah. based on the number of years you've been a nurse not what you've done or really what you bring that another nurse doesn't bring which tenure I think is seems weird to too be really, really That's important. what leads
0: yeah. yeah and and that honestly ends up probably factoring in to some of the bullying because if the only thing you've got is tenure over somebody that's it that's it there's right. no there's nowhere else to go outside yeah. of getting into management I mean obviously being charge nurse and some of those other you know team leaders and stuff which is awesome um, the day you become a, a bedside nurse, when you leave the profession, you're probably still going to be a bedside nurse in some capacity. Yeah. And so tenure is the only thing that you're like, I've been here longer than you, so I'm going to be mean to you. I'm going to be mean to the new people. You know? They
1: say that... Um Right now, the average of people working at the bedside is like three to five years before they either go back to school. Yep. The emerging paradigm, a nurse completes three to five years at bedside clinical practice before changing positions or going back to school, whether that's advanced practice, leadership, and education. That's high wow. turnover. That's high. Die. But yeah. you gotta correlate this to bullying, to burnout, to so many other factors. It says forty-three percent of newly licensed RNs leave their first jobs within three years. Um and in twenty eighteen, the average cost of turnover for a bedside nurse is from thirty-eight thousand to sixty-one thousand, is costing the hospital, every employee they that turn leaves. over. It's one salary. That's basically. how much
0: it costs for them to go acquire new Th- like how much they're spending? Right. There's your number. That's True. thirty to sixty thousand for everyone that stays.
1: But they'll. But they only want to give you a rock right. for a nurses, for nurses Week to Week. say thank you so to, much to, to for being a great employee. There. It's a joke. It's like, like
0: they've gotten into this this like this um, cadence of well, we just we just have to hire new do. nurses because that's the way it is.
1: Instead of really fo- not even fo- they need to focus on why. Why do we have to hire new nurses all the time? It shouldn't be like that. Like we're talking about a nursing shortage again. Nurses are leaving the profession and we're not asking like, what is the root cause? Like, it's just like we need to get all these, these board members and CNOs and CEOs in a room be like, what are you all doing? Hiring, Pay raises, no they there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just hire new people. Yeah. Joke. You want to hear a joke? Yeah. I love jokes. Oh, that was the joke. Oh, that was it. That was it. it. Yeah, that's it. So what do we do about this? What are some strategies for addressing nurse bullying? So clearly there's a lot we need to do, but number one, don't be a perpetrator. Don't bully. Don't harass. Um, And then make it a zero tolerance policy. Like if there's ever a problem, um, we need to speak up about it, you know, and say like, what the hell? What are we doing? It's not bullying. Is that how you do it? What the hell? What the hell? But it's like, what is management going to do too? Like, you have to have management and a policy that enforces, you know, zero tolerance bullying. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, this person's just so annoying because they're just calling out bullying people.
0: Yeah, a lot of that ends up falling back on the management. Right. to To also make it feel everybody feel like it's a safe space to come report something that you see. And then knowing that the hospital is going to address it in a way that protects you and corrects the problem.
1: Right. We need a zero tolerance policy for those bullies and that we're going to go through the list based off this study. Okay. Um, so admit there's a problem that's rule number (laughs) one. It's a systemic issue in the profession. And every workplace is at risk. Clearly, we see that from the statistics. Yeah. If possible, eliminate all situational factors that may make bullying worse, such as work overload, stress, and fatigue. Um, yeah. And on top of that, nurses are working short staffed right now. Still, like, why that's still why? Why, for why, example. why, 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 why? Yeah. Number three, start at the top. Train leaders in clear communication and collaboration skills. Make sure they are modeling the behaviors they expect to, for their employees to follow. And this goes back to uh, a new grad after two months will be a preceptor. Within their first year, they're going to be the charge nurse and be put in a manager position if they stay on that unit. There's no leadership training. I mean, we're all trained um, to be bedside nurses, but when it comes to being a manager and a leader, most facilities don't offer like good training because it's like, we need you in this position now. Go right, do we it. Just need you. And yeah. they leave these, these new managers and new leaders with no support. So you can't really blame them for, right. for also having a lack of support from the people at the top. But I do want to shout out to all the awesome nurse managers and uh, preceptors and definitely. Uh, people out there, keep up the good work. And then commit to zero tolerance. I feel like we're talking about this topic. Like, while this is a super broad systemic issue, there are a lot of environments that are healthy and a lot of units that are trying to make this a thing of the past. Um, foster a respectful environment where nurses feel comfortable reporting acts of bullying to their leaders. Just talked about this. And be clear with people who report bullying that you believe them first and foremost. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah. Good point.
1: Yep. Can't just be like, oh, well, we're going to address oh, sure. This. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, sure that happened.
1: Address bullying behaviors as they happen in a firm but not accusatory manner. Take a systems approach, bringing human resources into the situation early and often. Encourage nurses to seek behavioral health services if needed. Workplace bullying can seriously impact a person's mental and physical health. And I feel like Nurses' mental and physical health aren't really being taken care of as from employers, you know, because we go through so much. We see so much that as nurses and healthcare providers, we need to make sure that we're healthy too, not only just physically, but, you know, our mental health as well. Include worker incivility. Oh my gosh. I just got a flashback. When I was working at Bentob in Houston at the Texas Medical Center- I was in the incivility training videos. I don't know if I was a bully or the one being bullied, but it was like <laughs> how to talk with each other. And it's been five or six years, and they still show that video—the same one, the same oh, one. That's funny. Is so, fu- nurse, husband actor. Wow. Comedian. Triple threat. (laughs) I hope that (laughs) doesn't
0: leak out onto the internet.
1: I was in an incivility training video. So I've been talking about this issue forever. For a long time everyone should watch it. In your social and online media policy, make it clear you will not tolerate any personal attacks in person or online. And encourage nurses to hold each other accountable. There are often more bystanders than bullies, so empowering nurses to call out bullying behaviors can change the culture from the inside out. I think no matter what role you have in healthcare, we are all leaders. You don't have to have a leadership title to be a leader and to make change. You know, you don't need to be a nurse manager to be the one that steps up to try to change the environment. And I think it's on all of us to look at, is your work environment unhealthy? Yes or no. If it isn't healthy, what steps can you do to possibly change it or lead those efforts?
0: Yeah. Leading by example. Yeah. Right. It's everyone's responsibility. Nurses are professionals. Right. They're credentialed. They're licensed. They're schooled. They're leaders, you know, whether, whether you're in a leadership role or not, we're We're
1: all leaders and and
0: you, you lead within your own practice too. So at the, at the same, you know, at, at the same time, it's, it's so important that if you see this going on, that you can affect change simply by leading by example. Yeah.
1: I think it's all about nurses supporting their young and being a part of that campaign. I started the nurses support their young campaign probably about four years ago. Um, Because it was definitely a huge passion of mine and obviously still is. We still have this issue, but I think it's going to be our generation of nurses and nurses now that really kind of move the needle on this issue. So hopefully in 20 years and 30 years, uh, nurses eating their young is definitely a thing of the past.
0: I hope so. Yeah, That was a a cool campaign. Why don't you? Tell everybody what what you did.
1: Yeah, so we started Nurses Support Their Young. I got a lot of influencers online to share um, their experiences with bullying and unhealthy work environments and just making the commitment that, you know, whenever we hear the phrase nurses eating their young, that we would kind of turn it into a positive instead of eating each other. I don't know why we're eating each other. I think it's because we don't get any breaks. <laughs> so we're just always hungry. No lunch breaks or anything. <laughs> uh, that we need to support each other. It all starts, you know, with us. We're all... Uh, can play a role in this issue, whether that's negatively or positively. And I hope everyone takes the more positive route. And if you are someone who is experiencing bullying, I'm so sorry. No, that should never happen. It's never okay. Speak up let your management know, bring HR into it. And if you're not being supported, then it's time to find another unit that will support you and appreciate you. Because at the end of the day, nursing isn't only a passion of ours, it's also a job. And we should be excited and happy walking into each and every shift. Because something we didn't talk about, unhealthy work environments affects patient care and teamwork. Oh, that's a whole nother topic. Which can become very dangerous. You know, if the team isn't working collaboratively, we'll have a negative effect on patience in the long run. Absolutely. Well, thank you all so much. I have some shout-outs here. We have the first one, Trip. I want to send a shout-out to my two best friends, Kara and Lisa, and all the nurses and staff at Nemours Children's Hospital in Orlando. Oh, fun. It's so pretty down there, Lake Nona. Beautiful. I hope you guys are coming to my show. Get tickets, Dr. Phillips Center. Thank you all so much for being amazing at what you do for our patients and as well for me. Love working with you and love you more. That's is a healthy work environment. Absolutely. That is nurses supporting their young. Stacy, after 24 years of critical care emergency nursing, I jumped into a new chapter of nursing, school nursing. I want to thank my fellow school nurses who all worked as hard uh, as a team to navigate this pandemic and to keep our students and staff safe. I have found my best life as a school nurse and a per diem ER nurse. That is so awesome Stacy! Shout out to all the awesome school nurses out there. They have the highest nurse to patient ratios. <laughs> you're darn right. <laughs> we talk <med> about <laughs> surgery you have eight, 8 to 1. They have like a thousand to 1. At least. At least. Thank you all so much for watching, um, listening to the podcast. If you're listening on Apple, make sure to give us a Five star rating and tell all your friends to listen and subscribe. Also, get tickets for the PTO tour this fall on my website at nurseflake.com. And if you want to come in some merch, you could get your merch on my website too. And we need more shout outs. So, if you want to support your co workers and classmates, you could submit a shout out at nurseflake.com. And thank you so much, babe, for being back. Oh, well, it's good to be <laughs> back. I missed you last week. Aww. I love you all so much. Thank you all so much for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye.